0: Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And I'm Lindsay. And this is part two of our Bullock Hotel special, because this, like I said in the previous episode, is really kind of our origin story and how we started getting into going to these old haunted hotels. Absolutely. We wanted to bring you guys something special for Halloween, but we also are so excited to share our time at the Bullock Hotel. It's, it's our favorite place to go that's haunted so far. If you have not listened to the last episode, go back and check that one out. We give a little bit more history about Deadwood just in general in the hotel. So a good place to start and then come back to this one. Yes, this is part two of your haunted holiday at the Bullock Hotel in Deadwood, South Dakota. Just to give you a quick recap, this is the Bullock Hotel and it is in Deadwood, South Dakota. And this hotel was built by the first sheriff of Deadwood, Seth Bullock and his business partner, Soul Star. Now this place is haunted from top to bottom, including being a infirmary for people with smallpox in the mid 1800s as well as if you just think about all the death, I mean, there was about a murder a day in Deadwood, South Dakota at one point in time. So there is plenty of room for ghosts to be roaming around this place. Absolutely. Lisa and I also shared about some of the different spirits that haunt, including Seth Bullock, Soul Star, some patients probably that passed away during the smallpox epidemic at the infirmary, including a a spirit named Sarah that moves items down behind the piano from people's rooms. Um, So if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it. We also shared our personal ghost story when we were kids and we had visited this hotel. We thought we had seen Seth Bullock until probably like 20 years later on another visit there, we realized that we had probably actually seen Soulstar. Yes, and you know what I did not include in my last episode was the room that we were staying in when we saw this full-bodied apparition is room 203. So if you wanna try to get a glimpse of what we saw and you're booking a room there, don't forget there's room 211, which people say is the most haunted room in the hotel. The room we stayed in was room 203. And you might catch a glimpse because I still can't believe to this day that we saw a full-bodied apparition. I can tell you 100%, the place is haunted. Room 203 definitely has a potential for you to see a full-body apparition. Yes. Now let's get into some of our other stays there because that stay really inspired us to go back as adults several times. And pretty much every time we went there, we had something strange happen. Now, we never saw another full-bodied apparition. I feel like that is one of those like diamonds in the rough that is so rare and hard to actually get. So I feel blessed to have seen it the one time. But we did always have something like creepy and weird happen. I do feel blessed. I think, gosh, I'm so glad I saw what I saw. It just kind of opened my eyes up to all the unknown stuff out there that we just don't understand. Yes. Now, years ago, we decided to go back. And on this particular trip, I went with my mom and my aunt. Lindsay, you weren't able to go. You probably had to work or, you know, something like that, right? So we decided to go up there. My aunt really wanted to see the sights. She wanted to see Mount Rushmore, Crazy Horse, all that stuff. And the drive there, in case you haven't done it, is actually really fun. There's a million signs for this place called Wall Drug. So by the time that you get there, you really got to stop and you know get some ice cream or whatever it is that you do at Wal-drug right there's also just a million different stops like you can go see the corn castle which i must say was a, i was a little disappointed that it wasn't fully made out of corn like i was expecting <laughs> to see full on corn castle but it's really just like murals on the side of this castle made of concrete <laughs> I remember hearing about how disappointed you were by that. Yes, but we there's tons of little fun road stops along this trip. So you've got to stop and, and hit those as well as like the Badlands is really, really cool. Just tons of stuff to see. So we go on this trip and we just had a ton of fun. We gambled. We saw all the sights, Mount Rushmore had plenty of drinks and gambling along the way and you know we didn't really experience too much at first really the only thing that I thought I was experiencing was every time I'd go into the bathroom by myself when people were like my mom and my aunt were maybe in the restaurant or something I swear that I could hear footsteps in our room but it's an old creaky hotel so I feel like you can attribute a lot to that you know what I mean like while you're you know, trying to go pee in the bathroom, you're thinking, well, this is just an old creaky hotel. That's not really footsteps, right? Well, yeah, you'd hope, right? I mean, that's what I'm telling myself anyway. You know, I've said this before on the show that what I do every single time I am at a haunted place is I will make an announcement to the room and I will say something like, this is our last night here. We would really like you to come out and show us that somebody's here. You know, in this instance, I said, you know, I've seen you here before when I was a little kid, you might remember me, please come out and, you know, show us something. So I do this announcement to the room and I tell you, I think it works sometimes. I, it seems a little silly, but I think it works. I think it does too. And so we decide to go to bed. It is our last night. We're going to leave the next morning. And of course me, like, you know, this, I sleep through anything. An earthquake I can sleep through. Okay. So my mom wakes up because of course I'm sleeping and the bed that we are in. So me and my mom are in one queen bed and then my aunt is in the other queen bed and our bed is apparently just like violently shaking. Which is terrifying, by the way. We've talked about this in previous episodes. That's a scary thought. It really is terrifying. I'm glad I slept through it because I probably wouldn't have been able to go back to sleep. So it's violently shaking. My mom looks over and my aunt is awake and she's like, what is going on? Like she exclaims this, right? And right when she says that, the bed stops shaking. And then she looks at my aunt and says, what was that? And my aunt didn't even talk, but she was like, had her head to the side, like laying down on her hands, almost like you would imagine, right? Somebody sleeping and mouths the words to her, I don't know and looked (laughs) terrified because keep in mind our aunt, Chris, her bed wasn't shaking, but it was your and my mom's bed. So she's just watching this unfold. Right. She's just watching it and was like, I don't know. The next morning, we all wake up and mom was like, oh, my gosh, Lisa, the bed was shaking last night. She's like, I think that the ghosts were trying to wake you up to say, Okay, this is your last night. Wake up. We want to do something. And I was like, well, maybe. But then she says to my aunt, what do you think that was? You know, and my aunt says to her and I witnessed this. My aunt says to her, I don't know what that was. Let's talk about it later. Something like that, okay? And to me at the time, it almost seemed like she was scared to talk about it in the room. And they're very (laughs) Catholic. So they probably, she might have thought it was a demon or something and didn't want to discuss it. You know, like, this is what's going through my head. I'm like, man, this must have been really bad. You know, like, (laughs) she doesn't want to talk about this. So then... Like, we get into the car, we leave the hotel, everything's packed, and we're talking about it. We're like, oh my gosh, that was so, that's so weird. The bed was shaking. And my aunt then says later, she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't see any bed shake. I didn't say anything to you in the middle of the night. I don't remember any of that. And to this day, she refuses to acknowledge that she witnessed that bed shake. And if she's listening to this, she's gonna laugh because every time we bring it up to her, we're like, "Uh, yeah, you did say that. I heard you in the hotel say, let's talk about it later. And she will just laugh and be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And my mom thinks, I was just talking to, to her about this today to remind myself of this story. And my mom thinks that she was in some kind of trance what? Yes, she's like she was in some kind of trance because she clearly responded to me. and it was only after leaving the hotel that she suddenly didn't remember any of this. Weird. you know, I think maybe also she was half asleep and some sort of miscommunication, but not in the nonetheless, morning. she remembered it in the right, morning. right. my So my mother is adamant that this happened. My aunt Chris is adamant that she has no recollection of seeing this happen, but supposedly was awake and saw it. So guys, this is a, this is a mystery, (laughs) but I think that the bed was shaking. Our next trip to the Bullock Hotel was like a girl's trip, and we decided to book what was supposed to be the most haunted room, room 211, and it was just me, you, and mom. So it was just the three of us there, and we had packed some wine and a cooler and some plastic cups, and we were gonna, you know, make it a a fun time there, and we decided to go on the ghost tour, and I think every time I've been there, I think I've gone to the ghost tour at this place and every time you go on the ghost tour it's usually somebody different like I've had somebody dressed up as Seth Bullock there sometimes it's somebody dressed up in period clothing other times you're just wearing normal clothing like they I feel like rotate out different people now we will change the names to protect the innocent (laughs) (laughs) but the person that was doing our ghost tour we are just going to call them Miss Sally Okay, and Miss Sally was wearing period clothing. She gave a lot of really good details on the history of the location, that kind of thing. She's also the one that told the story about the ropes in room 211. What's funny about anytime you go on the ghost tour there, they'll always say, Which room are you staying in? You know, is anybody here staying in a room here? And then you say, Oh, I'm staying in room 211. And then Miss Sally will say, Ooh, I have a really good one for that. That's that's a haunted room, right? And so, you know, she tells she's like, Who here is into Eleven again? We say, Oh yeah, it's us. And she proceeds to talk about all the different ghost stories that have happened in there, which we covered a little bit in our last episode. So she tells the story about the rope climbers that had the ropes that were basically somehow tying the door shut so they couldn't get in from the outside and that person working there named Miss Sally had entered in kind of like a side entrance to that room to discover that the ropes had tied the door shut and then at the end she says with like a lot of drama and I'm Miss Sally. <laughs> so we always thought that was funny. And we were staying in that room and she talked about how that door always has a hard time opening, etc. So right after she finishes that, we she says, okay, we're going to take like a five minute break. If you need to use the restroom, get a drink, you know, that kind of thing, go ahead and do it. So we go over to our room, which is just right there where she was telling the story. and We go to unlock it and the whole group of people in this ghost tour like follow us to the room and we could not get the door open. And people were like taking our pictures. They were like, oh my gosh, they can't get this door open. Like that's the story she was just telling. So anyways, we eventually got in, but our mom had to open the door because it just would not open for me or you it was no very very strange she was the only one capable and then we went in refilled our wine and then rejoined the ghost hunt <laughs> yes so the ghost tour was fun later that night we decide let's go do karaoke they were having karaoke down in the basement where seth's cellar is and that was a ton of fun we had too many things to drink that night after our right. wine during the ghost tour then karaoke The next morning we wake up and me and mom are like let's go down and get some breakfast and Lindsay was like i cannot i am in pain right now (laughs) yeah i needed a little bit more time before i was willing to get up and like go downstairs and eat breakfast so i'm just laying there watching television in the room by myself and then i decided you know what there's a nice bathtub let me go like run a bath but i thought you know it'd be great let me turn the k2 meter on while I'm in there and, you know, who knows, maybe a ghost will show up, which is crazy thinking first off on, I'm in there by myself. I am a little bit of a wimp, but I wasn't thinking clearly. So I ended up, you know, I haven't even gone in the bathroom yet. I turn the K2 meter on and I start walking that way and boom, it goes off when I'm halfway to the bathroom. And let me also just say that the night before and earlier in the day, I had move that k2 meter all around the room i had had no unusual hits except for your typical stuff like your tv lamps phones so all of a sudden it goes off and i was like oh my gosh you know so i back up it's still going off and i thought oh my goodness you know what have i done this was a big mistake so i call lisa on her cell phone i'm like hey Are you guys still downstairs? I've made a big mistake. This room is haunted. There's ghosts in here. (laughs) I gotta go. I remember I set the K2 meter down on a table near the door and I remember watching it like going off as I was like leaving the door and about to like lock it behind me. It is going nuts as I'm walking out the door. I remember looking at it. So I go downstairs, I meet them. I eat a little bit of breakfast. We go back up and We go into the room and my mom says, Oh, it doesn't look like the K2 meter is going off anymore. And I was like, I did not leave it on there. It was on the bed now. So the K2 meter got moved while we were gone and we weren't gone that long. We were not. I mean, it was probably a good like 15, 20 minutes. But my recollection I mean, I remember leaving the room, watching it on that table, blinking and going crazy. And when we came back i remember i was just wait a second now maybe my memory is way off because of my rush to get out of the room that is certainly a possibility but i don't know i think it moved i think it did too because your reaction was definitely genuine in that moment the next thing that happened so on our last night there again it's always our last night there it's so weird we had the k2 meter out and like you said up until that point we really didn't have any k2 hits at all and we were trying every single night we we're like we need something to happen here and we were getting responses and i tell you what like we were almost i would describe it as like a full-blown conversation with this person through yes or no questions and you know we don't know who this person was we it was very clear that it was not seth bullock but it was a man it was not soul star either so we're not really sure who it was but they were really responding. And I think that was the clearest responses I've ever gotten on a meter like that. Absolutely, we were asking it questions. We we literally would have it blink all the way up the row. So if you know what a K2 meter looks like, it's got different lights like green, yellow, orange, red. And we would say blink all the way up the row twice for yes, once for no, it was doing that. To the questions we asked specifically, are you Seth Bullock? No. Are you Soul Star? No. We even asked a random question. I remember this one. I, we said, do you have a mustache? It said, yes. Yeah. Um, and I think we determined by the end of that session that he was someone who was um, staying in the basement who died of smallpox, was yeah. what we ended up discovering. Yep. And the other thing interesting that happened that night. So my mom always wears these like slipper socks is how I would describe them. And she always like rolls them up together and puts them in her shoes in the suitcase. So she goes to get her slipper socks on that night. And this is during our investigation, the same one. And there's only one slipper sock. And she's like, what the heck would have happened? We're like... Maybe that little girl Sarah took it and put it behind the piano or something like that. It was not beyond be, it was not behind the piano because we did look, which was awkward. <laughs> but she found this sock in a different location than she would have ever put it. Like she was certain that that sock got moved, which sounds silly. right? But that's the second thing in the room that we think got moved while we were there. That slipper sock and the k2 meter exactly i will also say in our k2 session since that was happening at the same time that we had the mystery of the slipper sock we asked the spirit we were talking to did sarah move it and we got a clear response of yes it was pretty crazy so that was such a fun trip we had plenty of activity in room 211 So I definitely recommend that as well as room 203. Now the last time we went there, I think it's the last time, we haven't been back in quite some time. We're gonna have to make a trip back there. I refer to this as the blizzard trip. That's literally what's in my notes here. We were going there actually for a friend's wedding. And she was going to get married in Custer State Park. This was, I believe it was in October when it was Mm -hmm. planned. And we decided this is going to be so much fun. We'll go celebrate the wedding in Custer State Park. But let's get there a day ahead of time. Stay in the Bullock Hotel one night so we can, you know, look for ghosts. And then we'll go to the wedding the next day. So we're driving there. And all of a sudden, our dad calls us. And we're only probably two hours away or something like yeah. that. Like, we're, we are we've made a lot of headway. We're pretty close. And he's like, there is a gigantic blizzard that is heading towards Deadwood and Custer State Park. You should probably just turn around and come back home. And we we're like, there is no way we're turning around, right? The day that morning, there was really only like... slight chance of snow right know, and the weather had changed so rapidly so we get there and sure enough the blizzard shows up and I mean I don't even know how many feet of snow fell it was unbelievable it is the biggest blizzard I have ever experienced or been in in my life it started snowing that night and I remember it just did not stop It was just crazy what an experience it really was so we're basically like thinking well gosh hopefully this lets up like we want to be able to make it to Custer State Park to the wedding like this is really crazy the next day by the time we wake up there was so many feet of snow that our cars in the parking lot were literally covered to the top okay they had to dig out paths in the sidewalks a lot of the places in Deadwood had lost power so most places didn't have power it was semi-difficult to find something Mm -hmm. to eat our tv was kind of like going in and out like the hotel for the most part had power but was like losing it intermittently kind of thing but like we were still able to like go across the street and get a hamburger that kind of thing but at the end of the day everybody was stuck right like there was nowhere we could go what was so awesome about it I felt so bad for the people working there because they were stuck too they couldn't get home they were worried about their pets for example like their dogs at home but they were so friendly and I felt almost like we were such good friends after that and in fact one of the guys working there Regularly, Like, he let us have the run of this place. He was like, you want to go on a midnight ghost tour? There's nowhere else for us to go, right? And I was like, yes. Yeah. So, like, he would take us into back rooms where nobody else could go. And it was just such a cool experience. And one of the nights, Miss Sally made an appearance because we were trying to do a seance at one of the tables in the restaurant. I mean, this is how dead this place is. Okay, there's like nobody there. They're letting us do this. We have a candle lit. We have our K2 meter. We're trying to get some kind of response. And Miss Sally like hijacked our seance. She totally did. Yeah. She's she's you know, she's one of those folks that she knows everything about the paranormal and so she wants to be involved and it was difficult, right? We just wanted to kind of hang out. The, the cool thing is the other guy that was working there, he was like pouring us cocktails, like, you know, because it's, they have a casino, right? Hey, you're stuck in a hotel with a blizzard and you got a casino. So we, we made it a good time. It turned out to be a fun, fun weekend, even though it was kind of stressful at the same time. It was epic. I gotta say it was one of, even though we were stuck, it was one of the best weekends ever i had such a blast now i don't think we didn't really encounter too much that time that was one of the few times that we did not really have anything happen but it was so much fun nonetheless and the staff there were wonderful even though everybody was going through this just crazy situation while we waited for i think they called in the national guard to come get people out of that town because everybody was stuck it was just wild but such a blast yeah it really was we were so disappointed that we couldn't make it to kate's wedding kate if you're listening to this oh my goodness what an experience and uh but she was able to have a beautiful smaller ceremony with family that had luckily already been there but you're exactly right that was disappointing but what a what a crazy story and interesting weekend it really was All right, so the Bullock Hotel, like I said at the start of episode one of this, it's 100% guaranteed to be haunted. Now, I can't guarantee that you're going to see a ghost like we did, but you very well might have something to experience because out of all the times that we stayed there, we experienced something most times, um, and it was just so worth the stay. Now, I talked about the ghost tour that you can go check out, it is $10 a person to go on the ghost tour and they do a really good job with the history and the hauntings and it's a lot of fun. It's totally worth going to. Now the the rooms there, it's pretty reasonable and it's going to depend on the time of year that you go. Uh, the day of the week that you stay, the prices are gonna vary just like any other hotel. The lowest price I saw is just like a full size bed. So it's one of their smaller rooms, not as much occupancy available, right? That can be as low as $89 or as high as like $109. So very reasonable. Now, as you get into like the double queen beds, uh, that kind of thing, it goes up to about $130. A night so i would say probably the average price here it's right around 130 dollars a night depending on the type of room that you want it's also right downtown in deadwood south dakota so it is within walking distance of all these different sites including where bill hickok was murdered if you want to go check that out tons of good restaurants gambling tons of fun stuff yeah, I agree. It's it's one of these great places to take your family. It's, it's a fun girls weekend. There's lots of partying on the weekends with the casino. And it is so reasonable, I, I think, as far as price. So fun weekend trip. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to our show. Please make sure that if you're enjoying the show, that you leave us a five-star review and even make a comment if you can. We love them. We read all of them. Also, please make sure to uh, go to our website, yourhauntedholiday.com. You can hit the contact us link, send us a ghost story, send us your own recommendations for an episode. We will look into it and make sure to get back to you. We love getting those ghost stories um, and, and reading them out on the air. In the meantime, you guys have an amazing, happy Halloween and thank you for listening. Stay safe and healthy, everybody.